Hello, everyone. Welcome in. Thanks for joining us. On this week's episode, we're taking a look back at 2020, the year uh, where, you know, we didn't get to do as many Disney things as we'd like, but we did gain some perspective and, and did get to enjoy some things, or at least I did. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about what perhaps the future holds for us uh, in, in the Disney parks and what we are looking forward to. If you'd like to follow the show, you can find us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is the Talking Llamas Podcast. Our Instagram page is at Talking Llamas Podcast. And you can reach out to the show via email by emailing us at TalkingLlamasPod at gmail.com. That is TalkingLlamasPod at gmail.com for any of your questions, comments, concerns, or corrections. And if you'd like to support the show, really the best way to do that, guys, is by uh, subscribing on Apple Podcasts, by following on Spotify, as well as also giving us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, which really does help quite a bit, um, and also telling a friend and getting the word out to people who might enjoy the show so that we can uh, spread the magic or whatever. Anyways, uh, okay, I think we're about ready, so off we go. It's episode 77 of the Talking Llamas podcast. And welcome into the show. I am Robert Camozzi, joined here as always by Thomas Nelson. Howdy. Thomas, how was your Christmas? Good. Oh, it's, um, well, yeah, it's it's good, and it's going to be good if it's not good yet. And As of this recording, Christmas hasn't actually happened. But so. uh, it is a special holiday nonetheless. It is Festivus. Oh, yes, today is Festivus. That's a good, uh, that's a good point. It's a Festivus for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And frankly... I couldn't be more excited for it. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to air my grievances and for the feats of strength. We really missed an opportunity today. You know why? Uh, we could have made it like a gripe episode. That's or right, the airing of grievances. That would, yeah, that would have to have aired today, though. We're only recording it on that on Festivus. When you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, what we are talking about today is a look back on 2020, the weird year that it was, a sort of year in review. And I realized as we were getting ready to record, Thomas, that. I don't think you actually went to a park in 2020. Am I right about this? You are right. Not once. That is interesting. Which is my first year missing in like six years, something like that. Did you, you didn't go in? in well, uh, when? Well, what, 2014, for example, you didn't go? So I, you I, and me went as adults for the first time together anyway, 2012. I didn't go in 2013, I don't think. I think it was 2014 that we went again. I think we went in 2013 because Peyton was, that was Peyton's first trip, and she was seven months old, and she was born in March. Oh, so at the end of? October. So her seven month, seven months from March is when? October? The 10th. Yeah. Okay, so maybe, yeah. Ten months. That makes eight years then. Yeah. Which, I guess it's all blurring my memory, because it felt like six. (laughs) Well, I think that's part of what we, part of what we want to talk about today is just, you know, we go so often, and... This is the first year in a long time that you haven't been able to go at all, and I haven't been going, been able to go as often as I normally would. Um, so a little bit of talking about what we miss and, and uh, maybe not taking things for granted, not that we do necessarily, but maybe appreciating the parks even more uh, than usual. Uh, I can talk a little bit of what I did at the parks this year, but do you think that, what do you think for 2021, if we want to look forward for a moment, 
do you think that you might try to do? Do you think that you might go to a park, one of the parks, or do you think that if, like, let's just say we had that health person in Orange County say that hopefully summer. So let's just put it right in the middle of summer and say that they open in the middle of July. What does that look like for you? Do you think that you end up going to a park this year? Or? I think it's possible. I think there's a lot of things that I missed out on this year that, well, maybe not necessarily a lot of things, but two things, two trips I didn't take this year, including Disney trips, that I'm going to try to take next year. One of them is a family reunion. I have a big family with all my relatives and stuff, so that's harder to organize. So that's going to take priority. And there's, uh, I probably want to see my brother on the East Coast, so there's things that I'm going to want to do that might take priority over at Disney Park. And couple that with the reality of uh, COVID and all that. Maybe it, maybe it won't work out. Maybe it will. Maybe a day trip or two. I don't have my annual pass anymore. That's the issue. Yeah. And you, well, you could always get a ticket, I guess, especially if you don't plan on, it might be a good thing that you have an annual pass. It sounds like you, with the COVID thing and, and not being able to see extended family for some time, it sounds like you might want to prioritize other things. So not having a pass actually is, in this case, might be a good thing. Um, if they had opened up earlier, maybe it would have been a bummer. But if next year you want to do more family stuff, then yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, let's let's cover your annual pass situation because you deferred as a annual pass holder. Yes. Payment until... So how did it work again? It'll just... Whatever... Basically, whenever they reopen... Well, what it was before was they'll extend my pass for the length of the closure, right? Because right. they thought, oh, we'll be closed for two months or something but now that they've my expiration date was october what 17th or something like that yeah october 14th mid to late october um and so it's extended past that this closure has so at this point it'll just uh i guess the date of my expiration will be extended from the original date um which was october 14th or whatever They'll tack on however long they were closed to that, and that will be my new date, right? So if they're closed for a full year, my new date will just be October 14th of the following years. Does that sound right? I think that has to be what it is. So if they, let's say, let's pick an opening date then, because we know how long they've been closed already. Let's say they open March 1st. Okay. Your thought is? It'll be, it'll extend till about late September, I guess, because they closed in what, April? Was it April? I thought it was end of March. Could look that up real quick. Yeah. Um, the point is, is that I think they're just tacking on whatever the length of the closure was. They're tacking it on to the end of my. Uh, and I guess that was always the case. They were always going to tack on the length of the closure, but now the closure is extended past my original expiration date, which has changed at least how I look at it mm-hmm. a little bit, right? Because I thought I was I I thought oh I'm gonna get the the holiday seasons for twenty I didn't think I was gonna get like Christmas time for twenty twenty that's cool but, yeah I'm not getting that no nobody is no it doesn't look like it <laughs> it seems uh, okay uh, let's see article we are proceeding this is a quote from someone back when this all started um, let's see. We are proceeding with the closure of Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure beginning the morning of March 14th. Oh, okay. So let's pick March 14th. That would mean one year of closure. Yeah. So you have the space between March 14th and October 14th is what you would get? No, I think I would get... Well, yeah. I I think what I would get is just 
an extension, I guess that's right, right? So I would get it would, the new expiration would just be October, whatever the actual date. Let's say October fourteenth is my expiration date in twenty twenty. Now it'll be October fourteenth in twenty twenty one, if the closure is exactly one year. See, my assumption was it couldn't, you couldn't go past your expiration date of of closure. So they close for a year. You're not going to get a yeah. year of annual pass benefits on top mm-hmm. of. Yeah, so because you already have used since your October 14th until March 14th of uh, 2019 into 2020, you used those months. So to me, it wouldn't make any sense to go past a year of your annual pass. Well, I'm not getting an extra 12 months. That's what right? I mean. Uh, I know. Yeah. So I'm getting. So I'm just getting the time back that I would have had. Is mm-hmm. the point? So, um, yeah, it's a little confusing of a situation. But I guess ideally for me at this point, it would almost be good if they opened in like may or something and then i would get november and december uh if they open it one year i only get october in yeah. terms of holidays that's a good point so and, hey it might happen i mean frankly i just wish they'd open tomorrow but like if you were telling me like oh wh- what would I, I when would my pass ideally expire i'd say like january 15th or something yeah. you know what i'm saying so but who knows i mean we'll wait and see i i, I like i said if they open tomorrow i'd be thrilled but that obviously isn't happening. We're looking at maybe spring, summer is more likely, I guess. I would say probably spring. Vac- vaccinations will be much more widespread at that point. Not to mention uh, people who've gotten it and recovered, which will at least give you some kind of immunity for some amount of time. Yeah. I mean, we don't know, but yeah. Um, something. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's where the annual pass stands. Uh, I, You know, I got some use out of it. I, I already like in 2020 i mean of course in 2020 or 2019 we went in october we went in december so that was good Mm -hmm. um yeah the if we're looking back on 2020 the the first trip i took in 2020 was in february uh like a week after rise of the resistance opened oh right yeah that was really just a great trip man because mckayla and i we only did i think we did two full days and it was kind of on a whim type of thing. We were like, oh, we should go see. And man, I mean, we, we had no idea it was going to be closed in a month from then because it, it was like the next month it was closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went down and we, you know, how Rise of the Resistance boarding passes at least worked back then is when the park opened, the boarding pass groups opened and the boarding right. passes went in like two minutes or less. And so we decided to leave at midnight. I think we slept for like an hour. We left at midnight. We got there around like 4:45, 5 o'clock. Got in the park, got our boarding because I mean the thing is we didn't we didn't want to run into a situation where we only gave ourselves one chance to get a boarding pass, basically, you know. Right. We so we wanted two shots at it, and uh, we got into the park. We got down there. We were in the park, and I remember we were right by the Matterhorn, and we got our boarding passes. We were so excited. I think we got Group 18. That was that was oh, a wow. great great moment. Yeah. And not with Mr. Lincoln, surprisingly. <laughs> yes, that yeah. that moment. Uh, so few great moments are devoid of Mr. Lincoln, but That's that right. one was. That's right. That one was. Well, and then we hopped right on the Matterhorn after, which is like a really big ride for us in terms of. Is just that like, when it became your your no your no it was ride, before that? So I think it was the first time we went. It became sort of our. Okay. I, I mean, I always enjoyed that ride, but for whatever reason, Michaela and I have a really good time on it, so uh, it's sort of our our ride. And so we went on it right after, and then we got to go on Rise of the Resistance that uh, it actually closed down at one point. So we got on it like in the mid-afternoon. 
it was a lot of fun, and that's a great ride, of course. And now, then, wasn't uh, that trip rescheduled? But you had originally planned in April or something to do. No, some we were going to of... go again in April. Okay, that we were going to go again you had in a, April in San Diego. You had what a tough mutter? It, it like was that? a Spartan race. Spartan yeah. race yeah, uh, scheduled. That all got canceled. Everything and, got canceled. Yeah, okay. Disneyland closed, so we we were going to stop at Disneyland either on the way down or on the way back. I can't remember the, the precise schedule, but that's another thing is Peyton hasn't gotten to go this year, so she's a little bit bummed. Um, Watch your own fault. You bring her every year. <laughs> I know, I know. She's spoiled, but uh, but whatever. Yeah, she can take a year off. It'll be fine. But yeah, I mean, yeah. for her sake, I would like if they'd reopen soon because she really wants to go. Um, but the point is, is yeah, we were going to go in April. That got canceled. So instead, we months later, I started look. I heard just reports, you know, after Disney World opened, like whispers of, especially after, if you recall, Disneyland was supposed to open on July seventeenth, and that just didn't that fell apart. So around that time, I started looking into, I, I'd heard whispers of how great Disney World was just because it was, like, there just wasn't people there. Like, it was very sparse crowds. So I just, I was like, well, I'll just look into it. I remember texting Michaela saying, I, I'm going to look into the, look at these prices. I, I'm, I, just, I don't want you to get your hopes up. I'm probably not going to do this, but I do want to let you know I'm looking into it. And then I think, like, 12 hours later, we had booked our trip and we were going. Like, we booked the flights and everything, and so... That was another great trip because that was Michaela's first time in Disney World. In the world, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, this year's been weird. Do you have anything from that you were looking forward to this year that obviously didn't get to happen the way you had planned? You know, it's interesting. I was I was looking forward to taking Peyton for sure because I think it was going to be it was going to be Peyton, Michaela, and I, and that was it. It was just going to be us three. That's the first time that Michaela would have gone with Peyton, so that was exciting for an exciting prospect. I think that's the thing I was most excited for. But you know what? I got to do Rise of the Resistance. Uh, I did get to do that. I got to do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which I actually going into the year didn't expect that i would get to do that was actually a surprise thing yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's not available at disneyland so and it wouldn't have been even if they were open so that's not something i was expecting to be able to do i would say the one thing that we missed out on that i really wanted was uh the halloween party and seeing the oogie boogie bash which is something we haven't right, experienced right. i would say that's probably the number one thing and the, you know nothing super special that I missed out on, but like you know, the Halloween food, the 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 hol- I think I probably would have renewed my pass and gone during Christmas. Like you know, I, I missed out on like the normal stuff. The only thing that's sort of different that I didn't get to do this year that I that would have been a different thing was the Oogie Boogie Bash. I can't really think of anything else unless you can think of. Um, no, no, you you brought up most of it. I, I was just thinking about all the different things that different people look look forward to in a year at, at Disney parks. Uh, yeah, there's the traditions and things. Like, we yeah. always do Halloween, at least Halloween, and we might do Christmas, too. Yeah. But Halloween, for sure. And, uh, yeah, there's just so many, uh, I guess, unrealized ideas and plans this year. Well, I mean, you see, like, they've they've sort of halted the uh, Mary Poppins section of uh, Epcot for now. Like, we don't know where that stands. Oh, right, um, yeah. Ratatouille is going to be opened at some point. Tron's going to open. The Guardians of the Galaxy ride is going to open. But there have been certain things like the, uh, again, the Spaceship Earth refurbishment's been on, but put on hold. And we don't know how many of these things. I mean, just forget about what didn't happen in 2020 specifically, but the ramifications going forward of things that were meant to happen that might not or, or might take longer. Mm-hmm. We're looking at things like... Uh, like the Moana area of Epcot, just the reimagining of Epcot in general is really put on hold. I think it will go forward. Many of the things that they 
have discussed will go forward, but at what capacity is unclear. I mean, you know, things that just haven't happened yet, and we don't know when or, or if they will. That's, I think, what we're looking at. Yeah. And then I'm sure there's many people who have had things canceled or, or postponed. That, um, you know, maybe they're one Disney trip for every three years or five years or something. But for us, it's there's I, I, I mean, you didn't get to ride Rise of the Resistance, for example. That's one thing that I'm right. sure you thought you would have done by now. I did think that, but, I, you know, I wasn't looking that much forward to it apart from learning what kind of ride is this, you know, because it's supposed to be state-of-the-art, brand-new, uh, uh, you know, First of its kind, sort of thing. In uh, certainly in the states, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah. I guess in uh, Asia, some of the right. Well, even in Europe too. But um, yeah. So that that's the kind of thing I was missing out on. But I don't feel like I missed out on much that would have been totally new, other than what you said, the Oogie Boogie Bash. Which, until you said it, I'd forgotten about it because that's how out of thinking about the parks I am. <laughs> well, and I think we the thing is we've done the Halloween party before. Um, we just have never done the one in California Adventure. So that was going to be new in a sense, but also like we've done the parties before. Well, that's something interesting is we always, when we can anyway, and it's only been twice, we dress up as a group for the Halloween party. What was our plan going to be this year? What were the costumes going to be? We actually had three times. And I, I, what oh, we, yeah, three. What yes. we were going to do, uh, and we can still do it next year, uh, is, I th- or at least what we talked about, I think we were only in early talks because the parks closed down pretty early in the year. But um, it would be I, – I was talking about uh, Emperor's New Groove. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we would all be a letter from the title. Exactly. So we'd yeah. be the titular Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. It's difficult, but we could have made it we work. We would get like halfway there, not even, but that's fine. Well, you just use the abbreviation, I think. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, but I think I, I was going to be Kronk. Peyton uh, was going to be Yzma, which is hilarious. Yzma as the cat? No, just regular easy. Okay. But that, yeah, and that, we got that sort of off the ground in terms of like, this is what we'll do, and then it never materialized. So, I don't know. I I will say this. I'm not ruling out, I'm not ruling out, I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but I am not ruling out a Disney World trip um, if I can get like some, they're running some promotions for like the springtime. I'm not ruling out, I'm going to look into those because that's around Peyton's birthday. So I might look into it to see mm, if it's something yeah. that, you know, we can do because I know Peyton's really missing the parks and I, I know it'll be slightly different, but there's so much to do at Disney World, especially that it's like when I took Michaela, it was her first time and I didn't feel like we missed out on anything. Like there were still even like with the things that were closed, there were still things that were open that we didn't get to do because there's so much to do at Disney World. You can't possibly experience it all. There's, there's many restaurants I wasn't able to get reservations at just because we ran out of room on our trip for reservations. Now, in the past, at Disney World, we've only been, you've been three times, but the two times we've gone together anyway, it's been for six days in the park. You did four with Michaela, Mm -hmm. right? So those two extra days, you might have even been able to do more. That's true. And I imagine if you go in the spring, uh, you'd shoot for six days, but maybe four would be better cost-wise. I think the promotion they're running is four days, if you stay four four days or or four nights, one or the other, I think it's four days, five nights, something like that. Um, I could look it up, but you get two free days, whatever you do. Oh, really? In the parks, you you still have to pay for the hotel, right? Right, but you get two free tickets. Still, I think that's what they're better. Running. If that's true, that's better. Yeah. So it's something I'm bandying about and um, seeing what we can do, and maybe making it like Peyton's birthday present. It's also like I told Peyton, like I asked her if she wanted to do it because. I want to make sure she wants to do it. Um, I told her it's like 
not for sure. Although I will say this, I've told myself that I need to stop researching Disney trips because I think every time I research one, I end up going. Like, I was going to say, as you were saying earlier, that, well, it's not, you know, I'm just looking into it or whatever you were saying. Yeah. I was like, well, you're probably going to do it because you, for the most part, have done it. The the one thing about it is the reason we did the Disney World thing is because we knew Disneyland was not opening for some time. Like maybe we at that point we thought, okay, maybe September. And because the July thing just got totally scrapped and that's what pushed me. I was mm-hmm. like, well, okay, Disneyland's not going to open for a couple months at least. Let's just do, let's just go. And uh, it was a great time. That was such a fun trip and I'm glad we did it. Um, but not knowing what's going to happen with Disneyland, you know, maybe Disneyland opens in March and you never know, you know what I'm saying? So if that's something that might happen, I don't want to go to Disneyland in April or Disney world, excuse me, in April. Cause I can just take Peyton to Disneyland for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Cause she even said, I asked her, I said, well, what would you want to do? And she said, well, if COVID isn't going on and what she meant is if COVID's not affecting Disneyland, I want to go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. If things stay as they are, I'd like to go to Disney world. Yeah. Her point was like, all things being equal, Disneyland, but if Disney World's the only option, we could do that too. Um, That would be really fun for her. But I'd love to get her on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, actually. I think she'd love that ride right now. Yeah, well, she watches the uh, more recent. We all do. We all, like me me and Michaela and and Peyton all do because we think they're so funny, but... Um, but yeah, she in particular would really enjoy those. She sort of graduated from the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse from a couple years ago, if you, you, the, the one that's more computer animated. She's graduated from that to the one that the ride is based off of, the, mm-hmm. the cartoon. What are you looking at there, Thomas? Well, I'm looking at how many people go to the parks on an average day at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Because I was curious. I wonder how much money they've really lost by being yeah. closed. So I just looked it up on the OC register. It says 50,000 people. That's quite a number of people. Um, what could you say the average ticket is? A hundred bucks. Well, you have to. The only thing is, is it's tough because there's annual passes. But if you're talking about like a day ticket, it's a hundred dollars per day, I think. But if you so, buy a four day pass, and it goes down to like you know eighty or something like that. So maybe, I mean, we could just drop it down to fifty bucks a ticket. That's two accounting and a half, for uh, multiple annual day passes, passes, annual passes. I mean, that's, I don't know if that math is even close to right, but yeah. that's still two and a half million uh, every day. And that's. Not accounting for food. How many, days, how many days have they been closed? Uh, well, so it, they closed March 14th, you said. And then it's now, so it's been eight months. A little over eight months. Okay, I'll just No, go wait, with... nine months. It's been over nine months. Oh, wow. We're coming up on that year. So nine, okay, so I'll just put 280. So $700 million. I mean, that's whatever. That's like pocket change, right? It actually doesn't seem like as much. But you're, but, but you're but just talking about and admission. that's just attendance. You're just talking admission. about admission to the park. That's right. And then you're also not count, accounting for the fact that Disney World would probably be more crowded, right? Uh, well, I'm I'm thinking specifically of what Disneyland had lost yes, as a resort. I understand. So I guess that's only for one park, too. Well, and then think about uh, that's true. And then think about hotels. Well, maybe it's not. Are park hoppers. It's like 150 for a park hopper. I could never, never mind. Forget that. I don't. That's not right. They've, yeah, they've hotel lost losses. billions of dollars. Let's just say because I think that that's. I think a one point five billion dollar loss to today's date is probably a fair estimate on what they've lost in gross I think right, yeah. park revenue at least. Right. So it's like that's a lot of money. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. I mean, it's unfortunate. And, and you know, they've paused all the annual pass payments, so they're not getting those. It's just a tough thing. 
But I will say this. Michaela and I have discovered recently um, some vloggers that do the Disney World thing. You know, they live near Disney World. Uh, Tim Tracker's one of them. I'm sure mm-hmm. people know about him. There's some others, but Tim Tracker's the main one. We love just watching those, man. We'll like, we, we usually only watch TV while we eat. Like, we don't watch a lot of TV, but that'll be one of the shows we turn on is we'll just watch what he's doing. And especially during the holidays, man, it's been both good and really bad. Like, awesome to watch, but also it was a lot of fun when we had our trip coming up, you know? Oh, I know. Yeah. But now it's like we don't know when we're going back, and it's it's like borderline depressing. It's like this really bittersweet thing that we're ingesting. See, I don't even bother because I know that I'm going to end up feeling like that. Yeah. Or something close to it anyway. Maybe it'd be stronger if I was like watching it with you and Michaela because yeah. we would typically go together. And But no, I avoid it because it's not even on my radar of going to the parks right now. So Well, I'm not yeah. – I'm also like – look behind the curtain my school ended recently so i'm not i'm not in school and i'm not at work (laughs) right now because of what's going on so it's like just something i do is like in a little bit of enjoyment and it is enjoyable but at the same time like i I get over it quickly but like two minutes into the video i i always say every single time to michaela this is awful i just say this is really bad and then i kind of get over it and like just enjoy the video but but yeah, there's a brief moment where I'm like, man, I just miss the park so much. You listen to the music, especially right now when they're like, they went to Hollywood Studios recently and there's just all these lights up. They really do Hollywood Studios up for Christmas. Like they do mm. a Tower of Terror thing, like a rejection thing, kind of like they do on the castle. Yeah. Man, it's just beautiful. And it's like, it stinks that, um, you know, in some ways it stinks that we've had to miss out on so much this year. But I personally am super fortunate that I even got to go once let alone twice this year and got to ride rise of the resistance three times in one year considering how in demand that ride is and the situation that we're in where the parks are closed and we don't live and close your proximity specifically exactly. i mean yeah and, and you were lucky enough not to as you as, uh, that you know of contract covid during it all well and if i contracted it then i came out on the, the other side without knowing anything about yeah it. so yeah uh well, you know, the more we learn about it, I think that Disney is pretty, it's pretty safe. I mean, it, I felt, I've I've read articles recently where people are like, I went and I didn't feel safe. I think it, your, like, mileage may vary on this. But, like, it, if you, if you're the type of person who feels uncomfortable going to the grocery store, you're probably not the person who wants to go to the parks right now. Just because you're just inevitably going to run into situations where someone's mask slips below their nose and you're behind them in line for Seven Doors Mind Train, you're indoors and you just feel really uncomfortable with that. You know, I I don't feel that way necessarily, um, but I could see where you would. But like overall, it's outside a lot of the time, not all the time, but much of the time. Let's say between 30 and 50% of the time you're outdoors because you're walking around or eating outdoors most of the time. And then everyone has masks on, I'd say that has a 98% compliance rate. And the other, like 1% of the other 2% is completely accidental. Meaning someone like doesn't realize it's below their nose. Like it just absentmindedly slips and they don't realize it and they fix it. It's not people just with their masks down walking around. Or they're eating. Yes, but there's nobody walking. Those people are easily avoided because they're all sitting at tables. You don't have to like get close to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... And if you're the type of person who's worried about it, you're probably not making reservations for an indoor restaurant anyway, you know? So the point is, is everyone's mileage varies on this, but the, the point for me is going was not a bad experience at all because I wasn't uncomfortable personally with 
everything that was going on. There were things here or there where someone would put their mask down that was just being inconsiderate, you know, on a bus or something. Yeah. And you could tell they're the type of person who also doesn't wear their mask to the grocery store or doesn't want to or something like that. But those were few and far between. And I, again, am not the most, I was not triggered by it in any way. So the point being is that I feel very lucky that one, we got to go in February and it was a great time. And we got to go in August and it was Michaela's first time and it wasn't at all a dulled experience. It was fantastic. So I feel fortunate for having to, having gotten to do that and also having the experience to make it a good time. Like it wasn't my first time at Disney World. So I knew kind of what I was doing, even in the uncertainty of what Disney World was. I knew enough of what I was doing to make it a really good experience. Mm -hmm. Like I had a friend who went like two months later and he was just making all these mistakes. Not like, you know how we'll talk about people need to get up early and if you're missing rope drop, you're kind of missing out on things, at least at Disneyland. There was just all sorts of rookie mistakes that were being made that were unfortunate because during these times you couldn't really afford rookie mistakes because there's just with COVID there's just a different a whole different vibe to the parks and you got to make sure you you follow certain procedures and you have to get like reservations for every park and all sorts of things so had I not been as experienced as I am not just at Disneyland but with Disney World I might not have that might have been way more difficult and I might have made a horrible mistake and missed out on something but the point is is it went completely smoothly and I'm I, I do feel fortunate for that you really should, bud. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Is there any chance? What if uh, What if they announced that Disneyland would not open, and they just said it? They said Disneyland will not open until at least mid-September. Just making up a date. Is there any chance you would consider doing a Disney World trip? Um, well, prior to that date, or instead of coming to Disneyland? Or? Either in lieu of or prior to. I mean, I'd consider it, but like I said, I have other things on the horizon for this year that make me think, well, I could, you know, I could wait another year or do it later in the year for a day or two. I ask uh, because when this, when we were talking about Disneyland reopening in like July, you were sort of like, I don't know if I'm going to go for a while. Like, I want to see how things go and I want to, is it more like now that you've seen Disney World sort of operating under the conditions it's operating and people for the most part, feel pretty comfortable with it um, and things don't seem to be getting out of hand. Like there's not been any reports anyways of these like huge outbreaks amongst employees or guests. Um, do you look at that and feel a little more comfortable going or that it might be worth your money? Uh, well, I think that the whole dynamic of the pandemic to me has changed because there's a lot more we know about it now and who's really at risk and who isn't on on the whole generally. Um, it would depend on the time of year. Cause like I said, if I have that big family reunion, that's going to take priority. And if I'm risking going to the parks and it's close to that trip, and putting other people at risk or me, me not able to go yourself. Right. And so, so at the family reunion, there's my father's one of 13 kids. So that's a lot of elderly people who could be there. And, uh, so it would, it's just one of those things you have to really think about. Okay. What's the risk here? Well, and then who's, so, like, what's the vaccination rate like at that point? Right. Are you vaccinated? It's like, it's a whole thing. And, and the answer is probably by that time, yes. Yeah. I think. Fauci recently said he expected that most, or many adults, Americans, maybe most, by March or April. So by the time we get to mid-September, or even the summer, 
it's probably going to be available to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm open to the idea. You would just have to work out logistically. It's just different. It's a much bigger commitment than Disneyland is. Like if Disneyland opened in March, I'm assuming you would make a trip by the end of the year. You would probably make it happen just like even if it were in November or December, like you'd probably make it happen. I mean, yeah, I'd find a three-day window to do something. But Disney World is such a big commitment with flight and uh and landing yeah I flying mean, landing taking you don't off, land the then, whole thing yeah the whole flying and landing and taking off thing is really uh, but it is more expensive to fly well it's also just like from california it's also just a big like i don't know there's I, I don't know if you feel this way but flying really just it takes it out of me and i think part of that is like it's not even a jet lag thing it's like flying kind of uh I, I get like sick on flights and stuff. I guess you don't experience that, so I'm wondering no. if it's individual to me. I just feel like it is crap. I, I after don't a flight. know. I don't know if I feel jet lag. I keep looking out for it every time I fly. I, I, I definitely don't get sick like you do. I don't feel that. Yeah. Um, my body is just not sensitive to that. I don't think. Well, and, and I, in the same way. Um, well, I, I get motion sickness on a lot of things too. That's the other thing. So, but I'm wondering if that's what contributes to me like being so uncomfortable flying. I just don't like it. I'm not like a tall person. It's not like I can't fit into the seat or something. So I imagine it's either a, a anxiety thing or maybe it is an anxiety thing related to possibly getting sick. So I'm, I don't know what other people's experience is like, but flying cr- cross country for me is a very stressful situation. I mean, for me, I'm, I have a, you know, a latent fear of flying. I know it's statistically very unlikely anything's going to happen. I think everyone has a little um, bit of a, a uneasiness when it comes to flying. So I always, if I'm not flying, I'm like, well, that's one way I'm not going to die, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in the immediate future. It's almost impossible to die flying if you don't fly. That's exactly right. Yeah. But you could still die in a plane crash while yes, on the ground. Yes, you could be part so. of a plane crash. That is true. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I, I would think about it, but it would just be, it seems unlikely because if Disneyland will be opening, which it, it almost, has to it open in 2021, to. I can't imagine it won't. I mean, what? Then be so bizarre. Yeah. Then, I mean, without Newsom being, you know, I don't want to say, you know, mur- murdered, but <laughs> the, there are a lot of people angry at him already. And if it's up to him to make the decision, I mean, come on. I just, yeah. Well, and there'd be no logical reason other than like just really trying to destroy like the state to like not open businesses once things get somewhat back to normal. Yeah. So I don't see that happening. I think uh, we're on our way back to normal. I mean, currently in California, there's a lot of cases and there's issues with that. And people in the hospital and hospitals are in fact filling up. Um, You know, it's even that's going to slow down. Well, you think the vaccine is uh, a... uh, uh, light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully, and I think that's what a lot of people are hoping for. But we really don't know what that's going to look like, what the actual tangible results of that will be right away. But um, it certainly, I think, seeds confidence in people. Um, maybe, maybe it makes people feel more uh, more confident in things reopening and less uneasy about it. So that's what we can hope for. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I, in watching those videos, something else that has sprouted up over this year, we've watched a lot of videos from Disney World and we've gone to Disney World. Michaela and I really want to maybe move to Orlando one day and like live close to the parks. No, you don't. I do. You think you do, but I, I know what about I do. those hurricanes, bro? Ah, dude, whatever. They're every year, man. <laughs> It'll be fine. What about the all the all the all the spring breakers, man? <laughs> <laughs> that, well, I think you're thinking more of Miami. Miami. See, like well, the thing with you... Orlando is, is it 
with the hurricanes is it is affected, but not as much as like the coastal areas. So that's oh, something course, going yeah. for it. Um, obviously, this is a sprout of an idea, but and it wouldn't be for like a decade because I'm sort of tied down to California for a number of reasons for at least now. Um, but yeah, it's something we've we've played with and, and thought of that could be could be in our in our future. It's a thing that people do, Disney fan people. If you could live close to Disneyland or close to Disney World, which would you choose? Oh, Disneyland. Interesting. I, I'm not just thinking about, the, not the vacuum. I, I'm also taking in the surrounding area where you would have to live and, and all that. That's part of it for me. Yeah. 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 You too. I choose California. Okay. I mean, the humidity is not a big deal for me in Florida, but there's pretty consistent weather mm-hmm. throughout yeah, the year. that's absolutely true. The, the weather does not fluctuate as much in in that it that's also a big deal for like driving conditions yep it's not raining as much mm-hmm. so I, I don't i'm i am not completely or... against what you're saying i think for me the other thing about disney world is there's it's it's much more difficult to exhaust it so like you could go to dinner at epcot like every day of the week for like like maybe a month and not do the same place twice i mean um if you did like epcot and disney springs um so, I mean, that's one thing that entices me. Well, I'm just imagining I, I wouldn't only be going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Like every week even, like maybe every month. But I'd certainly go every month, yeah. But like I, I don't need to be at the Disney parks every every week. Yeah, but then there's Disney um, Springs, and it's not all Disney. Like it's a cool place to visit. I know. There's just a lot. Currently, things are weird in yeah. California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but, true. But uh, before the pandemic, there's plenty – around i'm talking yeah. like comedy clubs different kinds of shows concerts it's a place where people come to get a lot of entertainment options and things yeah, that's true uh even sports uh zoos can you believe that there's good zoos there's a san diego zoo if you <laughs> oh move, yeah you're if close you... to san diego which is close to mexico yeah mexico's cool <laughs> <laughs> i've been there one time Go down to tijuana yeah no I, I would choose disneyland i think it's also close to the, the studios and stuff and also, I can come back up to the Bay Area where I have relatives and friends much easier. Yeah. So, but if it were 10 years away, I couldn't I couldn't predict yeah. what I would do. Yeah. That, and that's what I'm looking at. It's a decade. So who knows? I'm making, I'm totally making this up. It could change in, in three months. I don't, I don't know. But it's something that we've thought about. Would that be cool to do? And I, I think it would be kind of cool. But it's also one of those things that might just be a dream. You never know. I could see it maybe around retirement age. Well, at that point, I'll, I won't be, like, around retirement age, but I will be 38. So that's something, I guess. That's no, not... I know. But, you know, when when you're later in life, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I could see it. What do you think happens? Uh, at the end of life? <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know what? Let's watch the movie Soul and find oh, out. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited <laughs> for that, actually. I'm going to watch that this weekend. Are you going to be watching that this weekend as a quick aside? No. I'm going I away. I you would be able to. I'm going away during the holiday weekend. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be back and then I'll watch it. I'll let you know everything that happens. No worries. I'll just live text you while I'm watching it. Okay, sounds good. So this next year, if we're looking ahead a little bit, the well, now wait just a minute before yeah. we look ahead. Let's remember that we had things coming out this year that we didn't get. That's true. The parks. So well, one thing is Avengers Campus. So yeah, and that is something that I assume when the parks. Re- oh, there's one thing I do want to talk about. Do not let me forget. Um, uh, but I'm assuming when the parks reopen that. Avengers Campus will open with them, right? That's something That's that we the can assumption. look forward to. And even if it's sort of a half, reo- a half opening, right. as, as they said it was going to be. 
Um, but the, the, you know, the longer they stay closed, you have to imagine that it will be completed at some point. Another thing that they did recently, which I didn't realize they were going to be done with so quickly, but it seems as if they are. Have you seen the the new the makeover for Snow White? Uh, Snow yes. White's Scary Adventure. Now it's Snow White's Enchanted Wish. It's it was I think scheduled originally to come back open in May. I'm sorry, oh. summer, summer. Oh well, you um, yeah. So that too was delayed, and we won't. It's not open yet because the resort's not open. Have you seen the but little I, Kim Irvine did an interview and they did kind of clips from it? And I've seen clips. Yeah, it looked really cool. I actually liked the look of it, and it it reminded me a lot. And maybe you have the same feeling of Seven Doors Mine Train. It reminded me a lot of it, but a slow dark ride. There's one. There's one scene. I think it's a mine scene. Yes, in the mine. And they use more colors than they did prior. And that is reminiscent of Dwarves Mine Train. Um, you know what I was really happy it's about? It's also just brighter in general. This Not as many screens as I thought they might do. I was worried that the screens were really going to take over. And now I think we're looking, from what I saw, a situation where they use the screens really tastefully. It's not too much. It's not overdone. Looks yeah. like there's a couple minor scenes that are not like the main focus. It's not too many screens. I I think I think there's a good chance based on what I've seen that it's my new favorite uh, dark ride in Fantasyland. And I only say that because I very much enjoy Alice in Wonderland, which is sort of it got a refurbishment a few years ago and it's very cool. But I like Snow White better, and uh, I think that based on this, it could be it could be my new favorite Fantasyland ride. Obviously, only time will tell. But I was very excited by what I saw. I'm glad they got. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad they decided to update it rather than get rid of it. Oh my god! Yeah, you can't uh, do that. Even Disney World doesn't have a Snow White like a Snow White Dark ride. I guess they have the the Mine Train, but like yeah. what, that's that feels well, more they, like a Seven Dwarves ride yeah. than it does a Snow White ride. You know what I mean? Like it's dedicated more to oh, Seven yeah. Dwarves than it is the princess. And also the mine, yeah, the mine cars. The aspect, it's like yeah. yeah, when you're outdoors, there's nothing about Snow White. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm excited for it because it, it's a, it seems like an appropriate upgrade. The name is, I wonder why they changed the name. Well, it's not a scary adventure anymore. I'm sure they had to change it to something, but before it was, before it was Snow White's scary adventure, it was something else. Maybe they could have changed it back to that. I think it was, it was, it was still Snow White's something adventure, but it wasn't, it wasn't Snow White's scary adventure. And so they could have they could have just reverted back to the original name, but yeah, they they're calling it the Enchanted Wish now, which is an interesting choice. I'll have to see what the theme on Wikipedia it says Snow White and her adventures. Maybe that was from it from 1955 to 1981, and then well, 1981 was the refurbishment of Fantasyland, right? And then 1983 is when we got Snow White and the uh, Snow White's scary adventures. Yes, yeah, so scary. Well, I think it was kind of scary. People always talk about how, and I think you've said how much it scared you. Well, just um, the 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 witch, you know, the old woman. I mean, that the rest of it, it was that's the movie though. Like, it should be parts of it should be scary. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. I wonder if they won't keep some of those aspects. I wonder. If I believe they, that they're probably keeping the. Uh, they have to keep the evil queen transformed so. into the old woman, and so that'll still be there. What if they made a cooler effect that they're not showing us yet for that? That'd be pretty cool. Like bringing in a real woman? <laughs> yeah. Well, they have this effect on the Shanghai uh, Pirates where, like, there's a skeleton driving, right? Like, it's like a skeleton at the helm of a ship, mm-hmm. but then the skeleton transforms into Jack Sparrow and then he walks around. 
Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, that would be amazing if they did something like that, where just it wasn't just her turning around; it was like her really transforming. That'd be amazing. I, I, I don't think they would do that for the simple reason that they would overcrowd <laughs> Fantasyland because it's right across from Peter Pan, which already has a long line that comes out into the main thoroughfare. Hey, that ride's gonna be that's gonna have a long line when they reopen. I can almost it will, it. but I it would have if... an even longer one with a, an effect like that. Okay, so here's something we need to update. We're I was gonna ask about Disney World's 50th, but this is something I need to ask you. When you go back to Disneyland, what is the first ride? And I think we've asked this, but yeah, I want to update it because it's been so long and my, my answer keeps changing. What's the first ride that you go on when you enter Disneyland? I mean, obviously, if, well, for to me, it's so obvious. If it's still open, Splash Mountain. That's a good point. Well, what do you think? You know what I thought recently? I thought about just hopping on the train and just doing a full lap. Well, yeah, I guess... If Splash Mountain's open, you don't need to ride it right away. Yeah. However, that could also have a line. So I don't think the train is going to have a line like yeah. Splash Mountain and yeah, that's a good Snow point. White will. But here's the thing you do with with Splash Mountain. The, at Splash Mountain and Disney World, you almost have to, especially without the park hoppers, You know, if you're only going to Magic Kingdom one day, you have to ride it first. Because... What happens at Disney World, at least when I went, I guess this isn't the case all year round, but thunderstorms just pop up. And if a thunderstorm comes, they have to close that ride. And if they close that ride, you never know if it's going to reopen. So if I had, the reason we went to Splash Mountain first was if I missed that ride that day, I was not going to get to ride it. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had to ride it once. So point is that uh, it's not as urgent, I would say, at... uh, at Disneyland, but you're right, the line could get real long. I'm just imagining that I'm if if it's not a long line in the morning, you know, early morning. Yeah. Ride ride again, ride again, ride yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get it in there, appreciate it, different parts of it. Yeah, you might be right. because I've toyed with the Matterhorn, with Pirates, with uh with the train now, even Jungle Cruise, just like some of the older rides, you well, know. Well I guess let me say this about Splash Mountain. They'd have to be open like normal for me to ride through again and again because they're going to if they have protocols it's to clean everything yeah, before that's true they might not i don't i'm trying to remember if they let you re-ride things when i was there i think they did at disney world i think when really? the parks were really empty they asked if you wanted to go again now there might have been a situation where on certain rides they made you go back around like a special door or something yeah but okay. i don't know if that's what they're doing if 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 they did it for every ride or just certain like i remember people saying they got to go on pandora back to back and they would just go back around instead of exiting they'd go through this weird different passage back to the sort of screening area just before the ride and then go back on without having to go all the way back out and through the line again so anyways the point is they're doing some version of that and i don't know if that what i'm talking about is protocol or if it's what they always do but anyways we know that when you go on splash mountain early enough depending on the time of year especially They'll just let you go on three times in a row if nobody's if nobody's showing up in the line. So, but I suspect that that might not be happening the same way because people are going to want to get on yeah. that ride. Even still, I would like to get there, ride that ride just to start my day, and then carry on. And if it's during the holiday season, I might switch out for Haunted Mansion holiday. Oh yeah, um, some Haunted Mansion holiday sounds good right now. But I do like your idea of what I would do is start my second day with the train. Okay. And I'm imagining you know, a fairly calm but blue sky morning and it just relaxing to open the day with the yeah. train and then yeah. maybe walking around some places, hit up a classic dark ride or, or uh, you know, 
some something else. Some of the classics <laughs> would be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just to get... Yeah, it's in. been so long, I can't remember rides at our Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Uh, so I was thinking, too, like what the 50th anniversary looks like now, you know? Well, honestly, I didn't know what it looked Disney. like before. Yeah. Not really. I knew it was coming. But I know that everything had to change for them anyway. I don't know what the changes were. Do you? Yeah, I mean... It, really some of the things that I'm looking at right now are just like they changed up the castle, you know, the new paint job, which I actually rather enjoy. From the surface, what do you think of the castle? Let's just say the castle changed this year at Disney World, and here's a picture of it. Um, I'm showing Thomas. I think it's fine. I think think it looks nice. I think more color is good, and they seem to have bold in some of the colors. I think that some of it, I think it kind of popped really early uh, because they they made it brighter, you know, for when it faded inevitably a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's I think it's settled into a nice color. Uh, actually, I think it looks very nice. It's funny because an actual castle would fade. You know, stones stonework will you know just yeah. weather with mm-hmm. the with the weather with the weather. And that, while that makes sense out there, I don't think in a park it needs to be that way. So make yeah, refreshing it like they did. They also have a new. Uh, have you seen the new Magic Kingdom sign like that leads into the parking lot? These are the things that they've done so far for the fiftieth. No, no. Yeah, I, I'm trying to find that, but it's just it's just more gold. Um, so we've already been to a fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, sparkle. Well, that's true. Sparkles alongside strong purple, blue, and pink hues. Uh, that's the new logo. That sounds a lot like the castle to me, actually. We were planning to go for the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, we were. But that, you know, that was before, I didn't think I was going to go in 2020. That is, I mean, I never dreamt that that was going to be something I did, especially once COVID happened. I was like, no way. But then it just kind of fell into. So I guess we still have the option of going for the anniversary. We do. Yeah, we Apart do. Apart from everything I've spoken about earlier with my own plans. <laughs> well, like I said, if, if the deals align and I can figure out a way to make it work financially, I mean, I would not be opposed to taking Peyton. Um, I just really love going to the parks with Peyton. I'll never forget the trip we took in 2018, I believe it was, where I just, on a whim again, like I, I, I've done this a couple times where like I took her on November 20, 22nd or, or something like that, and I, I think I booked the trip on November 10th. Like I booked the hotel and everything, which is a benefit of Disneyland you know, for us because we don't need to book flights or anything. We can just book a hotel, and that worked out for me. Um, but the point is, is I haven't gone with Peyton in so long. And, uh, for me anyways, and it's a great time with her. She, she's like, she's always talking about slinky dog and all that stuff. And, oh yeah. And, uh, you know, cause we talked about this, the time that we, we went to Disney world with her in 2019, she went on everything once she tried every ride basically. And I won't, I can't wait to carry that over into Disneyland and have her try some of the things there. Um, is she tall enough for everything now? I believe last I texted, she only, the only thing she wasn't tall enough for were, Screaming and Indiana Jones, actually, but I think she's Incredicoaster. Yeah, God, I'm never <laughs> going to get time. that. I'm never ever going to get that right, and I'm okay with it's it. It's because you don't ride it very much. I that's think, true. So I, you don't think about it. That's true. That's true. I, I think I've only ridden it once because I had to, and I got horribly sick. Predictably, was I on it with you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was one of those things where you like kind of like the first couple times <laughs> I told you I might get sick on that ride. You like looked at me and were like, "You all right?" And I was like, "Dude, no, I just can't even talk." But you weren't you green after this? Didn't I say that? that so were... one time I went on it. I think it was the Incredicoaster. Actually, I went on it, and then I went to uh, Tower of Terror. Remember, because it was the morning time and the line wasn't long. So you went on it, and then you're like, "You want to go?" And maybe it was Guardians at this point. It probably was. Yeah, I think so. And so then I went on it with you after a break, 
And then when we got off, you're like, I was not feeling hot. And then like two hours later, you're like, I didn't want to say anything, dude. You were green. Like literally Like green. Pinocchio when he takes his first it, puff from his cigar. Yeah, yeah. It was, whew. yeah, that's never fun. <laughs> <laughs> you were well, a light green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm now convinced I got a concussion the last time I rode uh, Expedition Everest. <laughs> is, is that how it works? I don't know, man. My head rattled around way more did, than it should. Did the, the, Yeti, the Yeti shadow knock you on no, the head? No, when we went backwards, I put my hands in the air, and then my head kind of came off the backrest and just like went further uh, back than it should. You put your hands in the air, Yzma. Yeah, exactly. And then so um, your head shot back, you say? Yeah, and then Michaela tried to show me something on her phone and when we were in line for It's Tough to Be a Bug, and I couldn't see. And I was like, I was like, oh take that. It was just, well, I was just like, I was cross-eyed, you know? I was like, take that away from me. I cannot look at that right now. It's terrible. But that, other than that, you know, the trip was fine. The point is, is that uh, Peyton, I think, can ride all that now. I think so. Um, what I, about, uh, I'm thinking of Space Mountain. Oh, yeah, she's good for that. She's good for that. She hasn't done that one yet. So no, that... and she wouldn't do it at Disney World because she didn't want to sit alone. If she, that's her uh-huh. one weakness she doesn't want to sit alone and disney worlds is a single seater like you don't sit next to anyone yeah and honestly she's probably much more secure in the disneyland one yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean it, she'll ride anything where you so that's when i'm like the matterhorn i'm really gonna have to twist her arm to get her on that i think but if i just tell her just write it once and then if you don't like it, you never have to write it again. Like, whatever. That's always worked because she always it's is bumpy, fine with though. it. It's bumpy, She's not afraid about oh, bumps. She's, she's worried about oh, she's speed. Oh, she's not going to actually not write it again, you're saying. No, no, no. She just needs yeah. a taste, and then usually she'll go on it. Yeah. Like, more than well, That's how Splash Mountain was, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, just go on it one time. And then I she mean, loved it. It was I her think favorite yeah, ride. We have a picture of her <laughs> face going down the big drop. Yeah, and yeah. That, she was, yeah. like, holding my arm, and she's screaming. Because yeah. on that one, it's a single ride, a single seater, but in the back, if the if your kid's small enough, they'll let you sit and tandem. That's what you did, yeah. And that's what we did. So, and she she loved that right after that. So that was what happened there. So, anyways, well, we'll have to see what the fiftieth anniversary holds for people. I think Ratatouille is going to open. Um, Tron may open. That would be cool for everyone to experience. Um, but they might start redoing. Uh, they might start redoing Splash Mountain soon. Who knows? Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see what. What ends up happening there? Yeah. We're thinking to do something with um, Indiana Jones, or am I mistaken? Well, I, I don't think so. They had a show. They have a show in Hollywood Studios, no, no, but I don't I think mean, they had anything new I mean, planned. Disneyland. Yeah. Like a refurb? I don't think so. They always kind of do, though. Dude, did they have something planned? It's possible. I thought I read something about it, but I, don't, I can't find it now. Or were we just saying that it, it, it might be up for one? I can't remember. I thought there was one scheduled. Mm-hmm. The there one, there may have didn't, been. Didn't get to it. There may have been. Same with, uh, I think, Haunted Mansion. I mean, it says on Disney Tourist blog, anyway, for uh, um, the refurbishment schedule, it said mid, like mid-January to spring of 2020. Oh, okay. So that's quite a downtime for Haunted Mansion. That's not just de-skinning it from all the holiday stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, well, so th- it's interesting. So, Thomas, in conclusion... What do you have to say to 2020 and your Disney experience? That can be movies. I know you didn't do the parks very often. So movies, I guess, anything else that you might think about, what you missed out on, what you enjoyed about the year, and what you're looking forward to. What do I have to say to the year? Just just your Disney experience. And, you know, just to keep it as brief as possible. <laughs> um, whenever I got the Disney magic from anything, whether a film or 
a video of someone in in uh, downtown Disney or even in Disney World, it reminded me of the, well, yeah, that feeling of the Disney magic. Yeah. Which is in the power of it. And so I'm glad that I have a little bit of downtime for the contrast. Yeah. Because I know that I was exposing myself more frequently than I had any other, like each year was going more frequently. Yeah. So, and even where I volunteered at the Walt Disney Family Museum, that was closed too. So I didn't have that either. So I had a lot of downtime. And I'm excited to come back. Yes. Whenever that happens, and I'm, I am just appreciative of the whole experience as in addition to my life, but not my whole life. Yes, that's good. I yeah. some perspective. I think. Yeah. Is good for all of us. I'm very happy that I got to do Rides of the Resistance. Uh, fl- I mean, just flawlessly. It worked every. It worked all the times I tried to get a boarding pass. It worked out for me. I'm very fortunate because that does not happen for everyone, through no fault of their own. Oftentimes, people have mistakes happen i myself had a problem with the app and michaela just happened to get the pass so there's a chance it wouldn't have worked out but since she was around i had that opportunity so i'm happy for that and i'm really happy that i got to take michaela on her first disney world trip uh despite all the odds and not only did we get to go to disney world but it was like yeah some experiences weren't available but since it was her first time there was so much she hadn't done that we didn't have to do anything twice that we didn't want to and um there was like no lines when we went. I mean, that's changed now. But when we went, we walked from the hub all the way through Fantasyland and did not see a single person. And that's not an exaggeration. Like we walked through Fantasyland and then it, we didn't see anyone until we hit um, like almost the start of Frontierland. And that's when we saw people. And that's an example of what that trip was like. You know, light crowds and we got to do all the rides we wanted at least twice. So that and that is that was Disney World, you said? Disney World. Wait, does Fantasyland connect to Frontierland? There is a connection. I don't know if it's it's a, if it's you pass through Liberty Square. Yeah, does it? Yeah, so I guess it was like Fantasyland, it, Liberty Square, and then once that became Frontierland is when we started seeing people. Okay, because yeah, I thought you were going through Fantasyland towards like uh, Seven Mind Train, mm-hmm. be our guest restaurant, yeah. but you no, were going the other the way. other way. So okay. the other way. So you hook a left once you get. Well, did you say you went through the castle? Yes. Okay, then you hook a left at the carousel. Yes. Okay. We didn't see anyone. For like it felt like forever, and then all of a sudden you see people. But well, cast members, yeah. I think there might have been one like waving oh, really? to us. That must have been weird. <laughs> it, it was weird, but but also kind of cool. Like yeah. it was a good experience. Like something we'll never experience again. Probably. Did you dance like no one was watching? Uh, I I did not have the uh, the wherewithal at the time. To start. You should have. I know it was a mistake. How often do you get to do that at Disneyland never. when literally no one is watching? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh. we, go ahead. Did you ever get some good pictures during that time? Yeah, we got some good. I mean, you know, our masks are on, but that's a unique experience. None of you, but like to get the parks without people in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a really good. Michaela, especially, got some really good ones of like the castle and stuff. That's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, it was a good time. Now I'm glad we had that. So, hopefully things return to normal, but I am happy for the memories we were able to make um, because of, you know, what was going on, different experiences. So, right on, right on. Okay, guys. Well, we'll see you in 2021. Happy New Year, and thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>